You're listening to a podcast from Victory. I am who I am. God continually exists and is in our past, present, and future. Learn more about this through Moses' story in week one of our series, Awesome God. Awesome God! Happy New Year po sa inyong lahat. Happy New Year. At alam nyo po, uh, kagaya po nang nabanggit ni Pastor Pinky, maulan po ngayong araw, pero good news po kanina po sa uh, on-site service namin ng, uh, natin ng 11 o'clock, eh 120 po, around 120 pe- people came uh, to worship with us on-site. At uh, meron pa po tayo dyan. Mamaya, uh, alas 5 po, Uh, again, nag-register po yung mga darating mamaya. Pero next week po, magsisimula po tayo ng Saturday night sa ating on-site service. Isa po yan, isa on-site service Saturday night. At uh, sa linggo po, pareho lang, 11 a.m. tsaka 5 p.m. Huli ko po kayong gustong batiin. Happy New Year! Alam nyo, last year, sinimulan po natin yung 2020 ng series na Amazing Grace. Kaya nga, pinagdiriwang natin yung uh, uh, the goodness of God that we do not deserve. Na kahit po hindi natin uh, deserving yung kabutihan ng Panginoon, binibigay niya pa rin po sa atin. At alam niyo naman ang nangyari. Hindi <laughs> ko na nga kailangan banggitin. Pero 2020, ang kabutihan ng Diyos nakita natin. Tayo po ay Pinasan ng Diyos. God carried us through 2020. That amazing grace of God enabled us to uh, finish 2020 strong. Again, marami po sa atin. Ika nga nung powerful message last week ni Pastor Pinky. Maraming mga uh, tough times tayong dinanas. Lahat po tayo. Uh, I don't think we could even say na yung iba, eh, they, they did not experience tough times. Kaya nga po nagpapasalamat tayo doon inopen natin yung year ng 2020 amazing grace kaya may on the job training tayo so to speak ng buong 2020. Kaya nga po ngayong 2021. Again, ang pandemic hindi naman nawawala, narito pa pe, narito pa rin. Kaya nga ang encouragement ko sa bawat isa ngayong nagsisimula tayo ng 2021. We will that that everyone will lessen to magnify the crisis. But let 2021 be the beginning of that attitude, regardless of your uh, perceived spiritual condition. Okay, kung naniniwala po kayo, you have a healthy spiritual condition, same thing, same, same encouragement that I'll give. Kung kayo po, feeling nyo, eh, well, alam nyo, Pastor, 2020, medyo struggling yung aking spiritual life, same thing, same encouragement that I'm going to give. Because what we want to happen this 2021, and this is the start of our year with this new series, is that we will together focus our attention, our strength, our focus, our life, our lives to our great God. Kaya nga sa pagsisimula ng taon, ito pong ating series, Awesome God, maging paalaala sa bawat isa. 
Nandiyan pa rin yung pandemya, pero medyo bawasan na natin yung bagamat mahirap yan, easier said than done. But kaya nga, I believe our focus on our great God will help us do that. Okay? Kaya ngayong hapon, sa paninimula, let me just read this passage of Scripture. Exodus chapter 3, and I'll be reading 12 verses before we pray. Although we're going to talk about 20 verses this afternoon. And uh, it's better if you're going to read with me. Kahit po nasa bahay kayo, eh, if you can open your Bibles. Although I'm going to read from NIV 1984. Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. Ito po ang sabi sa verse 1. This is the word of God. It says here, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire, From within a bush, Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. Verse 4, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Verse 5, Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the holy place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the, the Egyptians are oppressing, oppressing them. So now, go! I am send, sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, You will worship God on this mountain. Let us pray. Lord, salamat po sa iyong salita. Tunay pong makapangyarihan, tunay namang buhay. Kaya kami po'y nananalangin at hinihiling sa iyo, Panginoon, na itong salita mong buhay 
ay magdadagdag ng buhay sa amin at tutulungan kaming isabuhay yung mga leksyon na matututunan namin. Lalong-lalo na, Panginoon, kami po'y humihiling sa iyo na lalo po namin ikaw makilala. That in this year, we'll begin to magnify you more than we magnify our crisis. And at this point, Lord, I thank you that you're going to anoint the preaching of the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alam nyo naman yung storya ni, Mo- ni Moses, Moises, sa Tagalog. At alam ko marami sa inyo na nakapanood na marahil yung Ten Commandments o yung dun sa mga medyo nakakabata, siguro mga kasing edad ng mga anak ko, or even a, a bit older, uh, that uh, animated movie of DreamWorks, entitled The Prince of Egypt. Nakita nyo naman ang nangyari, at uh, siguro kahit marami sa inyo, alam nyo rin yung kwento na si Moses nilagay sa basket dahil yung mga Israelites ay dumami na doon sa Egypt. Maraming taon nang nakakalipas, napatay na si, si Joseph at yung kanyang mga kapatid. Pero sa dami nila, sila po'y inaapi na doon sa Egypt. Maybe they were threatened because of the, the number of the Israelites. And that's why the Pharaoh at that time ordered that young babies should be killed. That's why many of you know the story. Moses was put in a basket and he was put near the princess of Egypt. At yung uh, prinsesa po, eh, nakita nung kapatid ni, ni Moses at sinabi na in-encourage siya na gusto nyo ba ng tagapag-alaga dyan sa batang inyong nakita. At true enough, and again, let me encourage you to read the Bible, especially this first few chapters of the, the book of Exodus. Even Moses got a babysitter and that babysitter was his own mother. Kaya naman, siguro po, reading between the lines, alam natin na yung mga uh, history ng Israel, yung uh, kanilang pananampalataya, istorya ng kanilang Diyos, istorya ng kanilang mga ninuno, eh hindi uh, nalalayong na naikwento rin kay Moses ng kanyang sariling ina. Kaya naman, alam natin ang nangyari bago po itong Exodus chapter 3. Nung si Moses po, may nakita siyang inaaping Israelite, eh siya niya pong tinulungan hanggang napatay niya yung Egyptian. At nung isang araw na may nag-aaway na dalawang Israelite, eh nung inaawat ni Moses, eh ang bagamat ang sabi sa kanya, sino ka para magdikta sa amin? Something like that, something to that effect. Kaya na-realize po ni Moses na maraming nakakaalam nung kanyang pagkakapatay doon sa Egyptian. Kaya ang nangyari po, umalis po siya sa Egypt, nakarating po siya sa Midian, nakilala niya itong pamilya ni Jethro. Ayun na nga, napangasawa niya isa sa mga anak at siya po'y son-in-law ngayon. Siya po nangangalaga nung mga, nung flock ni, ni Jethro. Ayun na nga, nabasa natin sa Exodus chapter 3. At isang araw, nasumpungan niya itong nasusunog na nahalaman, burning bush. 
Na-curious po si Moses. Alam niyo po si Moses, typical, dun sa uh, description nating ginawa. Ika nga nila, around 40 years in the desert. Marahil at this point, yung puso ni Moses, eh napakatigas na po. Maaring kinalimutan niya na yung kanyang pinanggalingan sa tagal nun. Kaya nga, parahin, yung kanyang pananampalataya, we can classify as maybe cultural. Kasi kultura ng mga Israelite na naging kultura na, na maniwala dun sa iisang tunay na Diyos. Maaring traditional. And you know, not, not all traditions are wrong. There are traditions that could actually reinforce our faith. I believe it's the same thing with them. Maaring yung kanya pong pananiniwala o pananampalataya ay hand-me-down faith. Dahil ang kanyang mga magulang, ayun nga, ang nag-alaga sa kanyang paglaki, eh, yung kanyang sariling ina, syempre, hindi malayo siguro na nakilala niya talaga yung kanyang mga kapatid, pati na yung kanyang ama. Kasi nga, doon nga sa mga Israelita na, na kanyang inawat, tsaka yung dinepensahan niya, eh, alam niya na mga kababayan niya. Had me down faith, o kaya just going with the flow faith. Ganyan ang ginagawa nilang lahat. So, gawin ko na rin. Kaya naman, siya po, eh, itong pagkakataong ito sa Exodus chapter 3. Sabihin na natin, this is the time of a deeper encounter with God. God did something that, and that something is so irresistible to Moses Ayan, marami pong speculation na maaring yung panahon sa Egypt noon, syempre, may mga nag-aaral na rin siguro sila ng siyensya. At maaring, syempre, prinsipe si, si uh, Moises, si Moses doon sa Egypt. Maaring siya mismo, marami siyang alam sa siyensya. Whatever science that they have reached at that time, whatever level of science. Kaya siguro yung nakita niya yung burning bush, eh siya po yung nagtaka. Na-curious siya. But guess, guess what? God set him up. He put something there that made Moses curious. An irresistible thing. Kaya naman nung tinawag siguro ng Panginoon si Moses, eh, well, lalong na, nagulantang itong si Moses. Alam niyo po, hindi po tayo nalalayo kay Mo- Moses. Kay Moises. Nalilito akong Moses ba o Mo- Moises? Basta, siya yon. <laughs> Tagalog man o English, yung pangalang gagamitin natin. Marami po sa atin kagaya ni Moses. Ang pananampalataya mo ba? Again, ika nga natin. Nine out of ten Filipinos. You know, in some ways, believe in the Lord Jesus. Naniniwala sa Panginoong Jesus. 
And kung isasama mo yan, yung mga kababayan nating Muslim na nagbabasa ng Quran, eh, nasa Quran din ang Panginoong Yesus. So, ang bansang Pilipinas, 9 out of 10, naniniwala sa Panginoong Yesus. Pero almost 100% kilala ang Panginoong Yesus. Ayan, sama na natin mga kababayan nating Muslim ay pinagdarasal din natin na tumanggap sa Panginoon. Pero, sa Pilipinas, nagiging kultura ang pananampalataya. Kaya ang tanong ko, is your faith cultural? Kagaya ka ba ni Moses? Na para bagang, pag may nakilala kang Pilipino na hindi naniniwala sa, sa Diyos o kay Jesus, eh parang, tataka ka, Pilipino ka ba? Dahil para bagang naging kultura na ng Pilipino. Is your faith traditional? It's just all traditions, no relationship with God. And I'm not just talking about yung mga piesta-piesta. Kasi kahit tayo rito sa victory, meron tayong tradition na every start of the year, prayer and fasting. Maaring kahit yung prayer and fasting ay eh, nagiging traditional level lang yung iyong pananampalataya. Okay ba? Well, anyway, our prayer and fasting will begin January 11. That's uh, 11 to 15. And that's a good tradition. But the danger is, is your faith merely traditional? Or probably you grew up in kids' church and your faith is a hand-me-down faith. Dinala ka ng iyong mga magulang doon, lumaki ka, nakikikanta ka ron, syempre, you, you memorized Bible verses, but there was no real encounter with God. A personal relationship that you could call? Is it a hand-me-down faith? Or is it just going with the flow of faith? Kasi mga bargada ko, nagbi-victory eh. eh. Mukhang out of place ako. Sama na nga ako. Marami po sa atin, kagaya ni Moses. But then again, 2021. Kaya po ang imbitasyon natin, ang challenge po natin. Huh? How, how about a deeper encounter with God beginning 2021? Not just in the year 2021, but even beyond. Kaya nga sabi natin, beginning 2021. How about a deeper encounter with God? Regardless of your perceived spiritual condition. Wala po akong sinisino. Kung alam nyo, well, I am a victory group leader. Same invitation, ika nga natin. Here, 2021. Kaya naman po si Moses, nakita niya rito. Lalo na nung pakilala ang Panginoon. Diba anong sabi? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob. Baliktad, nauna si Isaac. <laughs> Bago kay Jacob. But even then, nung narinig ni Moses yun, in my sanctified imagination, palagay ko flashback siya. Deeper encounter. This is now the time for Moses 
that the faith is coming alive. Naalala niya, oh, creator. Oh, self-existent. Self-existent God. Yung self-existent God, hindi nangangailangan na, kasi po, akala nung iba, kaya niya ginawa yung, yung buong universe, eh dahil siya'y nalulungkot. Hindi po, wala pong pangangailangan ng Panginoong Diyos. Hindi siya obligadong gawin po tayo. It's just because of His glory and desire that He created us. Self-existent, creator. At isa pa yun, binanggit yung Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. This God is a covenant God. A God who relates. Kaya ayan ang na, na-experience ni Moses. Isa pa, nung narinig niya na sinabi ng Diyos, I have seen, nakita niya, yung suffering ng mga Israelites. I have seen, I have heard their cry. I am concerned about their suffering. Sabi ng Diyos, binasa natin kanina. At ngayon, sinasabi sa kanya, Go! He was sending Moses. Narealize po ni Moses, God is not a mere watchmaker. Nothing wrong with being a watchmaker. Ito lang ang punto natin. Kaya natin sinasabi na God is not a watchmaker. It's because of this illustration. Yung mga gumagawa kasi ng rilo, di ba? Pagkagawa nila ng rilo. Lalo lang lalo nung sinauna. Hindi naman yung mass production. Eh. Talagang gagawa sila ng rilo from spring to gears to shafts. Pag nagawa nila yun, eh, at na, kanilang naisusi na, after cranking that, that watch, they could leave that watch alone and that watch could run by itself. Na-realize niya na ang Diyos ay hindi lamang malayo at nakatingin sa ating lahat na wala lamang ginagawa. But He's directly involved. That's why it's the same thing, same reminder to everyone. Parehong paalaala. How about a deeper encounter with God? Naniniwala ba kayo na hindi kayo nakita ng Diyos kaya natin, kaya tayong lahat ay nagkawindang-windang sa 2020? Hindi niyo ba naiisip na maraaring yung experience ni Moses sa wilderness ma- pagkatapos niya umalis sa Egypt could be, and, and 2020 could be our own version of that? And now, God is inviting us in the same way that He was calling Moses. Maybe He's calling us, Noel, Noel! Niji! Ayesa! Pinky! Regardless of the spiritual condition, hindi ko po ina-underestimate kung ano po yung kalagayan nyo ngayon spiritually. Basta lahat po tayo nangangailangan. Tayo pong lahat ay tinatawag ng Diyos. Let 2021 begin a deeper encounter with God. At ayan po ang nasumpungan ni Moses. He was not simply a watchmaker. He's very much involved. At ngayon po, inuutusan siya. Pumunta ka doon kay Pharaoh. 
Kaya nga sinasabi natin, self-sufficient God. Wala siyang pangangailangan. Pero dito sa verse 13, makikita natin. Ipinakita ni Moises na siya ang may pangangailangan. Kagaya nating lahat. Wala pong pangangailangan ng Diyos. Tayo ang may kailangan sa Kanya. Amen? Verse 13, Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is His name? Then what shall I tell them? Malaking pangailangan ni Moses. Iniisip niya, Paano ba? Makikinig ba yung mga Israelites sa akin? Pag nilapitan ko sila, sinong sasabihin ko? Alam niyo po, isa sa mga professor ko, si Barry Beitzel, sabi po niya, yung sinabi nitong, uh, what is his name? It's not just merely asking for a name, but the more exact translation could be, what is his nature? What kind of God is the living God? Kaya naman, Ang sabi rito ng Diyos sa verse 14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. Okay? This is what you are to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. So, ayan po yung pangalang ibinigay ng Diyos. I am who I am. Sabi nga ng mga scholars and translators, that could be translated as I am who I am. I will be who I will be. Or that could be in a past tense. That's why roughly, we say that God is the one who was, who is, and He is who is to come. Sabi nga ng New Testament, Jesus the same yesterday, today, yesterday, today, and forever. Sabi ka din ni Pastor Pinky, Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. Nagpapakilala po ang Diyos dito. The self-existent one. The one who is without need. The one who directs history and creation. The one who operates. And the one who sustains. Ika nga nung mga Old Testament scholars from the 1800s, the German scholars Kyle and Delich, they said that God is the unfettered, uh, the one who has unfettered liberty and the one who is self-dependent. Siya po ang tunay na Diyos. And I, let me just add that that same God, one true God is is autonomous, meaning he is uh, his own law. And everything that's right and righteous can be found in the character of God. Everything that's unrighteous and that is sin is opposite the character of God. Kaya nga God is not accountable to anyone but all of us are accountable to Him. And now, at this point, He's trying to account 
is a demanding for an accounting from Pharaoh for causing this suffering of the Israelites. At dito po sa verse 15, sabi, God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has sent me to you. Take note of this. This is my name forever, the name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. Take note of that. We'll go back to that later. I am is the name that the Lord God will be remembered for generations. But that God is the sovereign God. That God is the Almighty One. And there's no other. Kaya nga po tayo, bagamat ang ating Diyos ay tunay namang makapangyarihan at napakataas, pinapahalagahan niya. Dapat nating pahalagahan. Yung katotohanan na siya ay bumababa. Again, those, those words, I have seen, I have heard, I have come down. That's what they call in, in a, you know, there's a term for that, yung anthropomorphic. Like putting those things in human understanding, like using word pictures. And that's why we say that the Lord God comes down to us. Reaching out to us. That is the essence of the Christian faith. Now tell me, is God good? My belief is, and this is what I encourage you to believe also, God is a good God. And He invites us to come. Kaya nga po, sa pagtutuloy lang natin dito, again, we'll take note of that. I am the name from generation to generation. Verse 16, Go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, and by the way, if you have an English Bible, that word here, Lord, all caps, L-O-R-D, ayan po yung pangalang Yahweh sa Hebrew. It's so holy to the Hebrews that they don't even want to utter that name. Kaya po, if you're going to ask uh, uh, an Israelite who's a true believer, they will not utter the name Yahweh. They'll just say the name or the Lord. Kaya naman po sa English translation natin, dyan po natin inilalagay yan. But again, remember that's the name of God. Derived from that I am. Who? I am. And anyway, sabi rito, pagtutuloy lang, the Lord, the God of your fathers, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you. Are you glad that God is watching over you? He's very much involved. He's waiting for you to have that deeper encounter. Amen? And have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. Verse 17, And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hevites, and Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. 
I hope that we're not just reducing our faith into a materialistic one. Because the truth is, God is our greater reward. God should be our greatest joy. That's why, let us focus on Him. No matter how, how hard, especially in the middle of the crisis. Verse 18, the elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are, going, are, are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. Again, even our worship is not needed by God. Kala nyo ba, pag hindi kayo nag-worship kay Lord, may nawawala sa kanya? Hindi po. It's just that, it's, you know, it, it's just right for us to worship Him. Verse 19, but I know, take note of this, Him being the Almighty God, sabi niya, but I know that the King of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels Him. I like that word, compel. A mighty hand that will compel the king of Egypt. That, this only shows that our God is the Almighty One who both has the power and the authority. Mahirap yung puro authority ka lang, walang power eh. You cannot, you cannot exercise your authority. Pangit din naman yung puro power ka, wala ka namang authority. But God has both the power and the authority. And, kaya sabi niya rito, but I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. Verse 20, So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. Again, God is not anti-Egyptians. No? Marami po akong kakilala na mga Egyptian Christian, hardcore Christians, true followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Kaya lamang po nangyari ito, eh nung panahong ito, eh talaga namang paganistic yung Pharaoh. Kaya nga if you're just going to read on, makikita nyo, God judge the gods of Egypt. And again, I, I just want to repeat, false gods are no gods because there's only one God. False gods are actually demons. Yan, yung mga alagad nila, yung mga nagsasabi na the year of the metal rat. Ayan, natapos yung 2020. Ha? Discredited. And what's sad is marami pa rin naniniwala. Kaya kayo, yung mga nagpufungsoy-fungsoy pa rin. Ako, kaya sa akin, mas masarap yung chapsoy kaysa fungsoy. Fungsoy pa more kayo. But it's time to give up. It's time to have a deeper encounter with God. Ayan po ang encouragement natin sa inyo ngayong hapon. In this first installment of our series, Awesome God, the self-existent one, the almighty one, the one who has the absolute power and authority and yet remains benevolent and good and gracious. And what's even more amazing is this God is relating to us. 
year 2021. Pero marahil ang mga tanong nyo, Pastor, paano yung burning bush? Ito yung good news. You don't need a burning bush experience in order for you to have a deeper encounter with God. Ang totoo po niyan, at ayan, babalikan natin yung sinabi, I am is the name that every generation should remember God. Basahin po natin yung John chapter 8. Ayan, fast forward tayo sa New Testament. Dito sa verse 56. Kausap po naman ng Panginoong Jesus yung mga Israelites. Ito ang sabi niya. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. Your father Abraham. Kaya we don't need a burning bush experience. Si Abraham po mismo, eh, siya nga yung binanggit na pangalan kay Moses. Eh. Ba, naalala nyo, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Pero Abraham himself did not have that burning bush experience. But in this verse, the Lord Jesus Christ basically is saying that Abraham himself had faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Kung ito po yung redemption event sa Calvary, ito po yung past, ito po yung future. And nandito po si Abraham. He looked into the future by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hindi niya po nakita ng, ng blood and flesh in the Lord Jesus Christ. But, you know, solid po dito sa John 8.56. In faith, he looked into the future and have that faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was glad. Kaya ako, saved si Abraham, in addition to the truth that God is a faithful covenant keeper. Ano pong sabi rito sa verse 57? Sabi ng mga kausap ni Jesus, You are not yet 50 years old, the Jews said to him, And have you, and you have seen Abraham? Medyo kinukot siya po siya. Ito ang sagot ng Panginoong Jesus. At ito ang rason kung bakit di natin kailangan yung burning bush. Sabi rito ng Panginoon, verse 58, I tell you the truth. Jesus answered, Before Abraham was born, I am. Before Abraham was born, I am. Kaya naman dito sa verse 59, at this they picked up stones to stone him. Feeling po ng mga Israelite, he was blaspheming. But Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. It's not that the Lord was scared. It was not yet his time. And besides, that's not the specified death. Anyway, specification, Passover. That there should be a shedding of blood. Kaya po siya umalis. But, but the point is, that the name that every generation should remember, this is it. It was him who was in their presence. Unfortunately, they reacted in a negative way. But guess what? Praise God, the gospel was preached to us. 
that this great I am died for our sins. To forgive so that our sins will be forgiven. And that, that opened a door for us. So that we could have a deeper encounter with God. Again, nine, nine out of ten Filipinos, they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But what about Christ? It's easy. Is it that in a cultural way? Is it a mere tradition? Is it a hand-me-down belief in Jesus? Huh? O nakikiuso ko lang, going with the flow. But let me tell you, kaya nga, again, the gospel is not just for non-believers, it's also for believers. We have to hear the gospel afresh. As we go today, let us just remember, a closer or a deeper encounter with God is possible in the 2021, even without the burning bush. Because anyway, we have Jesus, the Messiah, the Alpha and Omega, who was, who is, and who is to come. He whom the author of Hebrews said, the same yesterday, today and forever. Let us go to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Amen? Let us pray. Salamat po, Panginoon. Salamat po na ang iyong kabutihan ay tunay namang umaapaw sa amin. Kami po'y humihingi ng patawad dahil sa maraming pagkakataon. Hindi po namin nakikita. Dahil ba sa kami ay sa iba nakatingin? Dahil ba, dahil ba na, na kami iba ang aming gusto? Panginoon, kaya nga po ngayong hapon, hinihingi po namin. Tulungan mo po kami na tumingin sa iyo. Tulungan mo po kami. 2021. Anyway, you know, just like the experience of Moses, you are give, showing us irresistible things. And the truth is through this gospel, Lord, you, you draw us unto you. You're calling us. That's why even those who do not know you yet, those who know you in a cultural way, in a traditional way, in a hand-me-down way, in a go-with-the-flow way, can come to you through this gospel. The Holy Spirit is using this gospel to call us. The Holy Spirit is using this gospel to magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for that irresistible call that you're giving us. In fact, if you're here this afternoon, syempre po, marami sa inyo, mga ma-attend sa victory, again, we can have a deeper encounter with God. But if you're here, you sort of drop, drop, just dropping by online. At narinig niyo po itong mensaheng ito, kung pag malaki sa akin na kilala ko na ang Panginoon, no, no. What about Jesus? It's about the gospel, the, the one that magnifies who He is. And this afternoon, we're telling you, we're inviting you 
to have this deeper encounter with God. Kung kayo po, yung second group na binabanggit ko, you could call us. We will try to flash the phone number or at least kung wala po kayo, kung na-miss nyo po yung phone number, you could message us through Facebook or even through YouTube. But it's important, please communicate with us and we'll walk the faith with, along with you. Amen? Amen po. Before we go, let me just speak the blessings of the Lord this afternoon. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy New Year. You don't need a burning bush. You can have a deeper encounter with God. God bless you.